Welcome to Align by Design. I'm Amy Allchurch, and I'm bringing you human design and business for the modern entrepreneur. I'm a leading human design expert and energetic alignment business coach. I lead entrepreneurs like you to shift your business where it's not working so that it starts to work for you. Through human design and alignment, you experience the flow, the ease, integrity, and undeniable magnetism, impact, and of course, income. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you human design and business in a way that you've never experienced it before. Let's dive in. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Align by Design. It is Liz, and I am joined by a very special guest today. And she is somebody who is near and dear to the Align by Design family, uh, Mason Smith, who is a wealth embodiment coach. She is an absolutely incredible woman, and we're super excited to have her on today. Welcome, Mason. Thank you so much. You know, I want to start off by saying, like, a week ago, I... I put it in my intention field. I was like, I want to do podcasts. Like, I felt like that was like my next step. Right. And I was just like, I'm really excited. And I took out my journal and Align by design was my number one podcast that I wanted to go on. And I, and I'm a private client with Amy. Right. I didn't tell her. I was just like, I'm putting this in my intention field. And she's like, girl, we put you on the list. Like we were going to ask you tomorrow to be on here. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Also like, you guys, I um, have been working closely with, with Mason now in our um, in our mastermind, <laughs> Align Money Mastermind, and also through Babes of HD. And like your gift of manifesting is, I mean, you are on fire. Like truly you speak it and it's like, there you go. Boom. It's so amazing. So it's so cool to watch you just have these manifestations come to realization like so quickly and they're not just like little things they're like I mean you know amazing about this podcast but we've been celebrating some big milestones for you so it's a freaking incredible to watch oh my gosh it's been so fun and you know for me and what I really embody but I really like to teach people is that it gets to be easy you know and it's like people see these things that come into my space but to me it was all easy you know, and that's why I think it happens so quickly. And like, even with this, this podcast, like I was laughing, I was like, I'm so <laughs> glad that I dated, you know, on my journal thing. Cause it's just like, seriously, when I, when I really come into like my heart and I really come into the energy of receiving, it's like 24 hours. <laughs> like that's like my like lag time, you know, my manifestation time. Yeah. And, it's just been so fun to just like see it happen over and over and over again. Yeah. So um, obviously a huge part of that, you know, is having clarity on what it is that you're desiring, but it's also just as important to really hold that belief and not even belief, like it's a knowing of like, it's coming. Right. So how do you like, how do you hold that space of knowing? Yeah, you know, when I talk about clarity, something that was really important for me in my space was the contrast, right? Like really getting clear on like, well, one, this is just contrast. So it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything about me or, you know, my embodiment or anything. But as I really leaned into my contrast, that's what brought this clarity for me, right? So 
just a year ago, I was broke. <laughs> like I really, really was. I was undercharging for my services. I was burnt out and I'm a single mom. And I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I just want something different. But that contrast was so needed, you know, and it was that leaning into the contrast and not making it mean that I was a bad mom or I wasn't a good coach or anything like that. Just like seeing it from that objective view and it changed my life. You know, it was really that like big, like stake, you know, like putting it into the earth and being like, no more. Like I get to choose differently today and tomorrow and the next day. Right. And I always say that that alignment piece, that knowing piece is always expanding, always always evolving right it's not like oh you get into alignment once and you're good right like it's always about realigning back into it right and just like seeing the triggers seeing that contrast for what it is and nothing more and so for me this knowing it's a practice you know I really do I think it is a practice I really think that and um we're so conditioned not to trust ourselves and the more that you trust yourself on the littlest things like always just these little things back and forth and you start to gain this momentum with yourself and at this point in my life and my practice it's just it's a non-negotiable right like I trust myself on such a deep level I just tap into my own inner guidance system and I just I let it flow and I don't try to control it anymore and I think that well first of all that's so beautiful and that is a part of, that's a part of the practice, the, the trusting yourself and that it takes some work to get there. You know, like you said, we were all so conditioned to not trust ourselves or, you know, almost, um, wait, just, we wait for that other shoe to drop. We just wait for those good moments to just be taken away from us. And when you can really know that, like, it, it gets to be easy and they, there is abundance all around you and, and it gets to be there when you call it in, the practice then becomes, you hold that as your standard, that's your baseline. And then as a human being, we're constantly expanding, right? Our desires, we're always going to want more and more and more once we get there. It's like, ooh, now we can feel into this. So it's kind of shifting into that new version of yourself and, and realigning. And I think it's so amazing because last month you had a goal that you almost hit, but didn't quite. And it was like, oh, right? Such a bummer. And, and so we really reframed that into like, but it doesn't mean anything. And, and, you know, what if the universe has that in store for you in a different way? And it literally, what, two, three, two weeks later came and the guys, the big goal that she had, she hit it two days in a row. <laughs> the universe had like the best, it's like, we're not, we're, you're not going to get it this month, but, but next month you're going to get it two days in a row. Like freaking amazing. I love it. I love it. And, and it's so fun. Like the universe is funny. It's always listening. And when you pay attention, you can almost just, I mean, the, the amount of conversations I have where I'll just look up and be like, ha ha ha. Okay. I see you see me. I see you listening. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's really a big part of just leaning back in this big trust space that we come into because you know, I tell my clients all the time, it's like, you don't need to micromanage God, like you don't need to micromanage the universe, you know, and I, I have a three year old daughter. And she's a manifester, and she's actually a splenic manifester. And so she's a lot, you know, she's just like, oh, my gosh, she's three years old, and her energy is just there, you know, all these things. And she teaches me so much about gratitude, 
right? And just like leaning back and just trusting because, you know, she obviously she's three years old and she's navigating these feelings and these are big emotions. But it's so clear to me to see that like when we are like, seriously, just like micromanaging everything, right? We're trying to control things. We don't understand why it's not working. It's not working this way, right? And that's kind of in that space that I was in last, last month is like, why didn't that not happen, you know? And it's just like, because it's going to happen another way. It's not a no, it's just like a redirect, right? And it's just like, when we relax into that and it's no big deal, like we, we just make things mean so many things, you know, about our character and our, our morals or alignment or whatever it is. Our ability, right? Like that's, there's so many times where we make it mean like, well, I'm just not enough or, you know, this is just too lofty of a dream for me. Maybe I'm just not, it's like, that's just not true. Yeah. And, you know, for me, in my experience with that, and like, just to make it clear, I was wanting an 80K month and it was 40K, right? So just so it makes sense for everyone listening here. And what really came through while leaning back and just allowing that experience to happen was I needed to establish more boundaries with myself, within my clients. You know, there's so many more things going on behind the scenes, right? Because I could have totally been stuck, like, why didn't I allow the ADK in? But it's like, actually, you needed a little bit more refinement. Like, you needed to establish something a little bit deeper within yourself and your money matrix, your clients, like all these things. And also it came in of like this consistency, which was really nice, you know, instead of like this big lump sum, which was like really fun and juicy and it felt good. It also feels really good to be like, wow, I already hit that twice. You know, like I already had that come into my space consecutively and that feels really safe and grounding. So, you know, it's just like really trusting that like everything's working out for you and that God has like the universe, the cosmos, whatever resonates with you has some, something so much bigger coming for you. Yeah. And, and the 80K day is coming. So, yeah, you know, that's like, and that's, that's the fun part. It's like, it didn't mean that that's not coming, you know, it just means it's coming in a different way through a different outlet and maybe it'll be a hundred K, right? Like that's really my goal in my business right now is in the last nine months, I've cultivated and, you know, utilized my energy to, I'm, I think I'm, yeah, I'm like over $200,000 in nine months. So it's been a really fun journey. And it's like, now what, right? And like how you were saying, Liz, is that we're always expanding. Like we always get to have more. And it's like, now what do I want? It's like, well, I want 100K months, <laughs> you know? And that just feels really, really heart aligned. And that feels really expansive because I understand that when I hit that, think about the impact that that's making. If I'm hitting that number, that means so many different lives are changed and whatnot. And so when I tap into that feeling, that's what like really lights, lights me up. Yeah. Oh, I feel that in my bones. I feel it. And, you know, I think, I think the beautiful part about really stepping into your alignment and starting to manifest all the things that you want is that, you know, and it goes alongside the greatest conditioning that we have is like, we, the, it's the micromanaging, right? That, but how is it going to happen? And when you can really drop the how it's so fun. It's so fun because you don't know when it's going to come. And like, do you really want to know, like, you know, isn't it more fun to just wake up one day and sip on your coffee in the morning and do your routine. And then just all of a sudden be like, what? I just hit my goal. And then you get to do that again the next day. Like, 
it's just life is so much more juicy and exciting when when the universe surprises us with all of these little alignment pieces and we get to witness manifestations in real time like it's it's so it's such a fun journey that just gets to unfold for us absolutely i always say always say i don't want to know you know i'm a non-specific manifester but even before knowing and diving into that that spot of my energy it was like I don't want to know, like the fun for me is not knowing the fun for me is like, I tap into like the virtue of wonder, which is what I teach. And it's like, how, like, not like, how's it going to work? But like, how, like, how is God going to deliver this into my space? Like, cause I know deeply, it's going to be so much more fun, like than I ever will think. Right. So when I just let it go, like I'm very, you know, specific and aligned to what I desire, but I don't care how it comes in because I truly know it will. Right. And it's so fun. Cause when it does happen, I'm like, yay, like, of course, like I'm not even really surprised anymore, you know? And it's like this space of, I almost had to remember to celebrate it. Like I had to remember because it feels so obvious at this yeah. point, like, you know, it's come in so many times and it happens every time and it's no big deal. Now it's like, no, we had to celebrate. Like, this is so amazing still. Yeah. Have to celebrate. And even as a non-specific manifester, right? Like you're like, Ooh, I, I really desire these hundred K months. What's yeah. That's a specific number. But, but what you're doing is sinking into the feeling you're like, Ooh, like if I'm hitting hundred K I'm, I'm affecting this many lives. Right. And then you sink into that feeling of what it feels like to make that money. And that's where, that's where the non-specific manifestors really have to sit into is like, Ooh, this is what it's going to feel like when I have that amount of money coming into my bank account in a month. Yeah. And for me, it's always, it's always sinking back to impact, right? It's really sinking back to even that could be one client of mine. And that's one client committing to herself for a year, right? So it's just like, does it come through the programs that I'm launching? Does it come through private clients? Does it come from who knows where it doesn't matter because regardless, like my intention field and my business matrix has been so ingrained that it comes in and makes impact, right? It's hard aligned always. Like I only have soul aligned clients. I only come in, you know, changing people's lives. That's what I came here to do. And so it's just so juicy every time. All I have to do is like tap into that for like two seconds. And it's like, it's magic, right? It just comes through. Heart aligned only. I love that. I love that. So, okay. You are a 6-2 sacral generator. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about just your journey into human design, how you discovered it. And like, obviously it was something that really, really impacted your life because you started with MMP and then you dove into Babes of HD. So that's like a big commitment. <laughs> that's a big, big desire. Oh my gosh. You know, it's so funny because I have been in the healing industry, you know, energetic healing and all of that for the last seven years. So I've been around it all through these years and human design first came into my life, I would say like three years ago. And I, I wasn't an energetic match. I wasn't ready for the information and that's totally fine. Right. Like it all comes in divinely, but I actually had a business matrix session with me and one of my business partners who created soul lit, which is an online healing collective. And like, again, I don't, I didn't know what a generator was. I didn't know anything. Right. And so we sat there, we had it all and it was cool, but I like really didn't, I was like, okay, great. You know, like I just, it didn't stick with me. It didn't land. And I'm leaving that session 
And I knew that Indigo, my daughter was a manifester, didn't know what that meant or anything. And like on the way out the door, I'm like leaving. I'm like, oh yeah, my daughter is a manifester. And the woman like stopped me, right? Like put my, her hand on my shoulders. Like we need to talk. <laughs> you better buckle up, baby. <laughs> yeah, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. Like we want to chat about, right? And she's like, you know, manifesting children are so different. And they, they, need, to, they need different upbringings. They need to be understood on a different level. And as a mom, that stopped me, right? Like you can tell a mom so many things about herself, but when you say something about their children, right? They're just like, Mm -hmm. okay, like, let me hear this. And so that kind of propelled me forward. And then nothing really happened. Like I learned about Indy. I didn't learn about her authority. I didn't do anything like that. I kind of just like knew bottom line what she was and whatnot. And then I had the wrong birth time for myself. So for a very long time, I thought I was a manifesting generator. Okay. And, you know, everyone's like, well, at least it wasn't something else. And I'm like, you know, absolutely. But also no, because it was so close, but I was just like micro out, right? Like there was just like this little piece for me. And so like, I went through MMP thinking I was a manifesting generator. Oh, (laughs) right. And so it was great, but it wasn't like this miraculous life that I thought was coming through the alignment of my generator self. Right. And so I went through vital statistics. I did all that jazz and it really was only like 30 minutes off, but my whole chart changed. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was one of those people that like it changed, you know, sometimes it does. Right. And sometimes it's like the slightest difference. And sometimes it's a massive difference. So when people are like, how important is it? I'm like, it's very important. Oh, you have to. Right. And I was like, it was so funny. Like I was a little embarrassed. Like I, you know, I, I was like, Oh my God, I'm like, I did all of this. I didn't know or whatever. So I kind of sat with her for three days. And then I told Amy, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I have a confession to make. And so anyways, rewatched MMP for myself and um, my whole life changed. My whole life changed when I stopped initiating, right? Like, you know, it had that serious. It was huge though, right? Because that makes so much sense. Cause I look back at like, I mean, so many things I I'm a four, one generator as, as many of the listeners know, but, um, in sacral as well. And like, I think back to like business school, love, like even, even with guys like trying to initiate in certain ways and how in the moment in my body, it felt so icky. It felt, and I would walk away being like, Ooh, that was weird. And then of course, I'd hit resistance and it wouldn't work out. And it's like how much my body already knew that I shouldn't be initiating. Yes, absolutely. And I remember so vividly, I mean, so vividly this time that it clicked, right? Like right after I like discovered, I understood. And I had this like two week time period that I was so in alignment. Like I was so in alignment. And like, again, I want to emphasize, like I've been in this world for seven years, right? I've been taking clients. I've been doing all this energetic work. I've done all of this stuff. And I was already successful at that point. But this feeling that was cultivated when I was just leaning back, responding, enjoying my life, right? I was like, no one can mess with me. Like, I remember like sitting on my couch, like drinking a cup of coffee. And I'm like, this is life-changing. No one can mess with me. Nothing can happen to me. Like I felt like 
you know, I always say like unfuckable, you know, like, I was just like, oh my God, this is next level. And it lasted like two weeks and then I kind of popped out and, you know, it's always that realigning situation. But I mean, my whole life changed when I just responded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really letting that sacral lead you, you know, and, and just in all facets of life, you know, it's funny because somebody recently sent me a DM and she was just like, just out of curiosity, like how fulfilled are you in your like working day? Like just, you know, obviously in life, we all have to just do things like that. We don't want to do sometimes like DMV or clean the house or whatever, but like in business, like what percentage would you say? And running a business through alignment is the biggest game changer. Cause I'm thinking, I'm like, what do, what do I do that I don't want to do? Like, we're so transparent at Align by Design that Amy will say like, okay, this is the task at hand here. What, how do you feel about it? Right. And I'm like, tap into my sacral. Do I want to do that? No, I don't. I don't. And, sh- and then, there, and there's no, like, that's so like, if you listen to, I mean, anyone who like is in a corporate job would be like, what do you mean? You're just like, I don't want to. And she's like, okay, cool. I don't want to either. So we'll outsource to somebody who does. And that's where I think human design could have the biggest impact in the corporate world and in life. Cause if people really just like knowing that where I would dread something and it would truly actually leak my energy, it would burn me out if I did that task. There's somebody who would be lit up by it or be really good at it and could do it so efficiently that they could just get it done in like 20 minutes. Like there's a place for everybody. And if we all just got really honest about what we really desired to do and let all the pieces kind of move and shift and fit from there, just everything just runs so much smoother. And it's a, it's an enjoyable day for all. Absolutely. You know, a big thing for me that I credit to living in my alignment with, you know, the sacral generator is resting more. You know, I am a six two, so I do have that hermit aspect to myself. And um, that I think has cultivated this multi six figure business in the last nine months. Like seriously, if you ask me anything, I would say I have rested more because that's what I've wanted to do. And not only have I rested more, but there, I release the shame and the guilt with resting. Biggest thing. I think that there's no point. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of people who, you know, when they hear they're a generator or a manifesting generator, they're like, oh, you're here to work. You're here to do that's the, that's, that's what you do. And like, yeah, that's so true. Like as a, as a generator, you are here to work and you are here to master something through your work in your lifetime, you know, and you are here to do, but the, the biggest thing for me was learning. Sometimes the doing is being. Yes. Sometimes you know, and, and I, it really was, it was removing the shame around that and knowing, again, you just get to do it your way. Like sometimes on a Wednesday at 2 PM, I just need to lay down for 30 minutes because that's what my body needs. And, I, and it's like removing the shame around, well, it's a work day and you can't be just like, it's Wednesday, you know, like, like why, why are naps only reasonable to have on a Sunday afternoon? Like, why can't you do it on a Wednesday afternoon? You know, it's like these rules that society have given us. And so removing the shame around it and knowing like, yeah, we, we, we have a ton of energy as generators, but that doesn't mean that we don't need that rest. And I actually, I would, wholeheartedly agree with you this year. I mean, we've kind of all been forced to do it a little bit, but like really sinking into that part of my being has been so powerful. Yeah. And it's been an absolute game changer for me and my business. And 
another big aspect like that just popped in when you were talking is that I don't do things that I don't want to do, right? Like how you were talking about that. And so, so many people, again, you know, you see, you see the end result with social media, right? You see the big leaps and you see all this stuff, but you don't see what's going on behind the scenes. And so, so many, even like people on my team, they're like, you work so fast. Like, it's so crazy how fast you work. And I sat with that because I'm like, I don't really feel like I work that fast. So I'm like, why do people think that? Right. And it's like, it's because I only do things when I want to. And so when I want to, of course, it's fast and easy, right? Instead of like having to do something and having all this resistance and all this stuff that's like slowing me down, I just do it when I want to. And, you know, that's like creating a 30 page guidebook for my masterclass in two hours, right? But it's like, if you want to look at the grand scheme of things, I had two weeks to do that, (laughs) right? So, you know. And you also have this channel going from your, your root to your sacral, the um, 60 to three, which is like that pulse. Right. And so like from your defined root, you have this drive, this ambition. And so I feel like, you know, when sacral's lit up, you're like, boom, okay. Pulse is on. Let's go. Let's like, you can really get things initiated and started, which is that's powerful. We need, you need people like that to get things moving. Yeah. You know, me and Amy were just talking about that and it's like, it's one thing to say that, but one thing to trust it, right? Like to trust that, that like right now you're not supposed to do it. And when you want to do it, it's going to be really easy and fun. Right. And so that's something that I've embodied in 2020. And again, that with resting, it's just like so much spaciousness in my life and my business has been cultivated and it's always been there, but I just was resisting it, you know, with obligations and programming and conditioning And it's like, wow, when you just take a moment and look around and it's like, I truly believe love can be found in every moment. It's like in between the moments is really what I like to say. It's like, you can just pause for a second, you know? And I feel like everyone's just, everyone's so conditioned that it has to be hard, right? And there's so much honor and struggle in our society. And it's like, when we untie our self-worth with this action-based model, that's just like setting everyone up to fail, everything gets to be easy, right? It's like, oh, I get to create what I want. Like I get to create when I want, how I want with my own energy type, like how I, you know, inherently move my own energy. And that was a big game changer for me with human design within my practice and my, um, with my clients is that not everyone is the same, right? Like not everyone moves energy the same way. And I always say (laughs) as well as I feel like human design saved my relationship with my partner um he's a mental projector and I'm a sacral generator right so anyone listening can I'm sure can already start to feel that difference right and there was so much tension because he wasn't operating the way that I wanted him to you know the way that I thought he should let me rephrase that and it was such a game changer to know that he's not even capable of doing what I can do, not in the way that I do it. Right. Like there's rest there. There's, he's just so different than me. And it's so beautiful when you allow the uniqueness of each individual to just like shine. And it's like, wow, he's so amazing at guiding energy, right? He can see things that no one else can see. It's like, 
his ability to research is insane, you know, and it's just like, here, you do that, please. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you do yes. that, you know, yeah. and he, we live in a, in such a conscious way that he asks me these yes and no questions and I respond and then he guides the energy. Right. And it's literally like this bliss, blissful relationship. But let me tell you, it wasn't like that before human design. Right. Cause I was always so frustrated. Yeah. And, and I think that's just, that's just it. We can get so frustrated when people don't do things our way and we don't understand why they're doing the things that they're doing. And so even just like, you know, having a defined root, right? Even that contrast, I find the, the defined root, undefined root can be really interesting in relationships because it's just that momentum at which things are moving and like they're very opposite and one person can handle the stress and and simultaneously cause the stress for somebody else that's like, I can't handle this, you know? And even um, like, how do you find that with your defined G and him having an undefined G? Like, you know, with that defined G, um, obviously like it pulled you into the spiritual world, spiritual healing world for, you know, you've been around for a really long time. So, um, and you have this channel to two to 14. So it's really like, you really know where you're going, you know, your being really is pulling you in directions. Um, and so I guess this is kind of a twofold question. Like how have you found, like, have you trusted that in yourself your whole life? Or is that something you've kind of stepped into? And then within your relationship, how do you find navigating that with someone who has such a strong pull and sense of direction to somebody who's completely, you know, undefined there? Yeah. You know, I think that I ran from it for a really long time, you know, um, my story obviously started when I was young and I was always incredibly psychic and my mom was so amazing, so amazing, so welcoming and understanding and really like created such a safe space for me to, you know, see things that, you know, I wasn't supposed to see, be able to tap into these emotions that like I shouldn't be, you know, air quotes, shouldn't be able to. And what happened though, is it was such a safe space that I didn't realize that not everyone could do that. So when I was eight years old, I was just like, not like flaunting it, but not knowing that I was different in any way. So just talking about it, you know, all this stuff. And I got made fun of by one of my best friends who I'm still actually friends with today. And of course she doesn't even remember any of this, right? Like <laughs> at all, but it was such just a pivotal moment for me. And I, um, I shut everything down. I was like, I don't want any of these psychic abilities. I don't want to be intuitive. I don't want anything. And so from that and moment. You guys, sorry to interrupt, but you have, you have a undefined crown and completely open Ajna. So for, for the listeners, that's just like really where that you can really tap into that psychic energy. It's just, it's very accessible with all of that openness. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing is that my life from the, that point on was trying to return to myself, right? Trying to get back to that space of this openness and this receiving and this like gentleness and all of these things. And I ran from it for so long. I didn't want to be different. And um, man, you know, I cultivated such extreme circumstances <laughs> to be back to where I was. You know, I experienced sexual trauma when I was 19 that per propelled me into a extreme drinking habit that was um, completely based on not wanting to see or go in, right? Not to not wanting to do the work. So just really um, a dissociation and um, a coping mechanism, honestly. Mm -hmm. And then 
I had a near-death experience in Peru while traveling abroad, which is like my second home. And of course, the near-death experience is coupled with binge drinking for, you know, six months prior to that. So I was really, really unhealthy at that time. And what saved my life was an energetic healing session from across the world. And at that time, I was already certified in the healing modality that someone used on me. And it was this big wake-up call for me. It's like, you have that. You have these abilities and not only these abilities, but they're honed into this really clean modality and you're not helping people, right? And that was my turning point to come back to myself. And um, I came back, I had to recover. Um, in some ways I'm still recovering like uh, six, seven years later from that. Um, I had um, illegal antibiotics that like totally ruined my gut health. So it was just this like huge, huge thing. And um, so yeah, that's like really how the pull of that defined G is like, it's always there no matter what, right? Like it's always guiding you, even if like you want to choose the hard way, you know? And I just, I don't choose that anymore. And I, I just let that pull take me here and there. And, you know, like this miraculous journey within human design of like, finding Amy on the Queens of internet through Melanie and Lair and then like MMP and then Bays of HD private coach, you know, and it's just like this like huge and beautiful transformation when I let myself own my psychic abilities um, within my coaching business. You know, I do wealth coaching and energetic business coaching, but I utilize all of those tools and the things that I can see within that, you know, and the more that I do that, the more I magnetize my soul line clients. And within my relationship, when it was this, I don't want to say we ever had an unconscious relationship, but we really did up level with human design, right? So there's this like, it's almost like before and after <laughs> human design. And um, I think what we, you know, air quotes struggled with was a codependency factor from him to me within that undefined G, like him really feeling safe and pulled through me. Um, and to certain extents, it's been a it's certain extent, and it's been really powerful because he's a healer himself. And so he's really stepped into his power in that way. Um, and as we come into more alignment with who he is and who I am and who we can be together in that realm, it's this beautiful co-creation instead of a codependency, right? And that's such a different energy. Totally. That is so beautiful. And it's interesting just from my perspective, having an undefined G I'm, you know, I am just opening myself back up to love um, for the first time in a couple of years, like truly opening myself up. And that's absolutely something that I had to work on after my last relationship ended, because it's this like feeling of like, who am I without this person? You know, that, that, that codependency is definitely there for the undefined G. It just, it does, you feel safe, you hold on to it and it becomes your, your identity and your direction. And I'm so excited that I, I'm so grateful, first of all, that I've had these last couple of years to just like really be on my own. And I'm so excited for that next chapter. Cause I get to reenter a relationship being like, okay, like I get to reenter a relationship with human design. <laughs> yes. I've never had that in a relationship before. So you get to just really, yeah, I, I, um, you know, sink into to who you are and so appreciate that person for all that they're bringing in, in terms of that piece of your identity and that direction in your life, but like not holding on to it and not becoming dependent on it, just letting it 
come in and enjoying it and let it flow out. Yeah, you know, and it's it's in the same way that it has completely and utterly shifted how I work with my clients as well, right? All relationships in my life have drastically improved. And again, it's that sinking into, oh, you operate different, right? Like you move energy differently. You manifest differently. You make decisions differently. Like all of these things have created such a uniqueness of like being able to talk to the soul, right? Like being able to really see who they are beyond all of their conditionings. And it's a really big tool for me to use to see, wow, this is how out of alignment you are because you totally don't resonate with any of this, <laughs> right? So that's just like how far off you have been. You've been taught to be one way. And it's like, it's miraculous to see what happens when you, my clients allow themselves to move energy the way they're, they're meant to be, not how they were taught, you know? And it's just like this amazing liberation that's felt, you know? And I always say that when a projector is like told their projector, their whole life changes, you know, it's just like, I say that too. There's in, in my readings, most consistently projectors are just brought to tears. They're like, wow, wow. Like really seen for the first time, what it feels like in their life. And I, I can imagine like growing up in a sacral world, being a projector, you know, that's got to be, you know, I mean, it's gotta be tough obviously for reflectors, projectors and manifestors, but I feel like manifestors can sneak in a little bit because they can, they are energy beings too. So they're, they still are adding that energy to the collective, but you know, for that 20% of projectors who are just like their whole life, just been like, what is wrong with me? I just can't keep up. And it's like, because you're not supposed to. Right. And especially masculine projectors, right? Like I really see a lot of conditioning. Obviously I live with one and he's a twin. So there's two mental projectors very close, you know, in my vicinity. Um, I really see, and this is just my perspective on the projector, but it's like, it feels a lot more feminine, right? Like a little bit more just like relaxing into it and like guiding the energy and all these things. And so for me, the masculine, it takes so much deconditioning to just like stop doing things right just like letting it flow not having to like go out and get it um you know to be the man that you're supposed to be in all these things you know Mm -hmm. so that's so amazing um I'm really curious about your so you're six two but you know you are not yet 30 so how have you experienced that you know third line as a six line you're really a third line for the first 30 years of your life and even just like how how have you experienced kind of having that that two which is the hermit and kind of comes in with a lot of inherent knowing internally and then the three who's like gotta experience everything and can sometimes feel like a lot of ups and downs and you know quote-unquote failures depending on your environment and what you've kind of been conditioned to, to believe um, those experiences to be but how, how have you experienced that so you know the first thing that comes to my mind when you ask me that question is the two is what I struggle the most with and I say struggle really loosely right like I don't feel like it's a struggle but what why I feel like I need a private coach is because these things that I do are so normal to me. Like I need someone to tell me, like, you got to share that. Like that's not normal. Right. So that's been a really big upgrade for me for someone to see those things that I just almost assume 
are just normal, right? And that's been a really big game changer in my business of like, yeah, I, I can see things that are in your aura from, you know, these emotions that are tied into what happened when you were eight, that's blocking the throat chakra, you know, like all of these things of like, well, you're not confident in speaking your truth because I see these things that are stuck in your, your energy body, right? I didn't know really that that was special, right? So when people tell me things, I'm like, and I don't need it like for an ego boost or anything. I just need to remember that that's a gift of mine, right? So um, that's like the first thing that I think about with the two. And also the two has really this year, I've allowed myself to be alone. That's never been something that I allowed for anything in my life. I've always had someone like my best friend, a partner, roommates, anything, you know, and the more that I allow myself to be alone, the more magnetic I come become, you know? Well, it's so interesting too, because you're a single definition. So, you know, energetically you are complete and you are whole. And so it's almost like when you, like, it's no surprise to me that in the year you've spent the most time alone and really just tapped in and fine tuned all of that energy, you're manifesting things at a ridiculously rapid rate, you know, it's so amazing because it's just there for you. You have that. Um, I'm also curious about your undefined throat center, which I also have. Um, But, you know, sometimes I think with that undefined throat, there can be not like your ability to express yourself is going to change depending on who you're around. So how do you find having that undefined throat and then just showing up consistently in different online spaces? Does it feel the same for you in every space? Do you feel different in different spaces, you know, or, or was that a struggle for you at first, like getting out and putting yourself out there? Like, how has that journey been with just, you know, being somebody who who has to consistently be seen and be using your voice? Yeah. So I didn't talk until I was three, just didn't talk not at all (laughs) for no reason. I just didn't want to, um, you know, in, so I'm 25. So, you know, if that was happening now, I would, you know, probably be on medication, you know, autistic, you know, stuff like that. My mom's really just like such a homie. She's just like, no, she's mm-hmm. fine. You know, she didn't do anything. Um, and also I had my brother who would speak for me. So there was like a little bit of stuff going on there. Um, but <clears throat> so I was extremely shy. I mean, I didn't talk till I was three. When I did start talking, of course, they're just like these eloquent sentences, right? Because I had, I had it all. I just didn't want to talk. Um, but now, so it is actually really amazing for a lot of my family to see what I'm doing. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense with the Mason that we know, you know, all these things. Um, and of course we all get to evolve, right? Like that's the whole, that's the name of the game. So it doesn't have to be that. Um, but for me, what I find is I actually like to be in my own space when I talk to my audience. Um, I, I want my own energy. Like I don't want to be absorbing too many things from other people. So I I actually have like a pretty firm boundary. Like right now, um, doing this podcast, I have the house alone, like everyone's out, right? Like I have, um, when I do my lives or my programs or anything like that, like house, house is empty. And, um, it's even, I feel like I'm so sensitive with the undefined throat in that way, because I really do channel a lot of my content, right? And I really want it to be clean, pure, and aligned. It's like, uh, my partner can't even be upstairs, you know, because I'm just like, just like, go away. <laughs> like, I just need 
such this purity, this alone time. So deeply. It's a weird, you can get really in your head when, when you really like the most magical things come out of you when you're just channeling it and you're just feeling it rather than sinking in. And there's something about feeling somebody else's presence that can make you just get into your head and like lose that capability. Yeah. And so I do have, you know, Solit, which is like a sub company, a totally different thing than what I'm doing. And so I do work in group. Right. And it is different. I definitely see that aspect of me come through. Um, And what comes like the lower frequency of that is a lot of self-doubt, like really doubting, like is what I'm saying of value. That's like that low frequency. Um, And so I have a lot of clearing techniques, grounding techniques, just some of my own things that I have cultivated through this because I really want to still be that pure channel. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and it's funny too, cause I, you know, I, in certain, certain containers, I just would prefer Now I'm a split definition. So I'm kind of energetically and like Amy does complete my split for me. Oh, that's nice. But I also, she has the defined throat and I don't. So certain things like Facebook live, right? Like I just, that was something that just like it wasn't, it wasn't a big sacral desire for me, but it's interesting. Cause like when I'd get in there and get talking, I could very, very much get lit up by it, but the actual act of it, I was like, Ooh, I just struggle and kind of dig my heels in the sand, but then like throw Amy in the mix. I've got my partner in crime. She's got that defined throat. I'm tapping into it. It's like the most fun thing to do. So it's just so interesting when you start to just tap into other energies and start to be able to use their strengths and really, really feel into them as your own. It's like, yeah. So soul lit has three sacral generators and emotional investor. So that is its own thing. (laughs) You know, that's a whole dealie. Um, And we, you know, there is these, it's hard, you know, like I want to be honest in the way that having three sacrals and then a solar plexus is making a group decision is like really different than just like making a decision by yourself. Right. And so it's like getting into that flow. And, um, so I'm pretty open. I mean, I'm not like crazy open. Um, but my, the other two generators are very, very open. Um, one of them, I mean, like actually has like open centers, you know, like no gates or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I think three, three centers are like completely wide open. Um, It's really fun to see that like all of our charts, we have open heads, like both, you know, the crown and asthma is open. So we're all just channeling this information. We're all just like creating and enjoy. And so of course, like the manifester has her defined throat. So um, yeah, it's a wild, like, (laughs) you know, it's just like four of these women that are just like all unique and, you know. But it's amazing too, like even for that emotional manifester, right? Like if you didn't know human design, you could really be taking away her power and forcing her to make decisions really quickly because the rest of you guys are making them so like that sacral yes, no. And I have a friend who's an emotional manifester and it's so funny because like, you know, certain friends, I'm like, we, we just dive fully into human design and I use it to like help coach them. But other friends, I'm just, you know, totally. I'm not going to talk about it 24 <laughs> seven. And and she, uh, for Thanksgiving, was I had asked to bring a friend who had nowhere to go. And she was like, okay, I'll think about it. And then she called me the next day and was like, sorry, like, I just don't feel comfortable with COVID. I was like, 100%, I, I get it, no problem. 
and then like later that evening she called me back she's like hey so I've been thinking about it and she was so she's like I'm so sorry I keep changing my mind I'm like it is all good girl like in my mind I'm like you're just you're an emotional authority and she's obviously was feeling some kind of pressure I wasn't putting that on her but she was feeling some kind of a pressure to like make this decision but then she'd make it then she changed her mind and then she'd call me to tell me that she changed her mind and it's just like when you can understand how they operate you can just be like I, I give you space to do your thing and like you know in the end she came we had a glorious Thanksgiving and you know all was well but but it is so funny to just watch and and it's it's an incredible tool to be able to understand in the setting like that okay we're gonna give her a little extra time and not take that power away from her because she just operates differently absolutely I mean Solit has like a 24-hour role you know <laughs> it's just like let let her do her thing. Like we, like even, and it's almost like we don't need to express how we feel like the sacrals because we don't want to influence her. Like we want her to have her, her wave, you know, and she has um, the escalator, right? So mm-hmm. she, you know, so, <laughs> you know, and so it's just really fun to just like, you know, we're like a big business decision. It's like, all right, let's decide by tomorrow. You know, we have like a, a due date, but like, there's no energy behind it. It's just like, we honor your, your process. We admire your process. Um, and, you know, so one of my best friends is a manifester. And then I have a daughter who's a manifester, right? So they're very present in my life. Like manifestors and projectors are like everyone, <laughs> like everyone close to me. And um, it's really, really fun to see how, when in alignment, how she moves energy for us, right? Like she just gets to initiate and then boom, we're all responding. It's just like, you know, and it's just like, it's really such a fun business model to like work within. Totally. And I'm also just sitting here kind of laughing because it's like, you know, you in the beginning, we're just talking about how this work, like you really love you know, taking back those conditions from people and helping people start living authentically within themselves and not in the ways and the boxes that we've been put in. And it's almost like the universe is like, do you really believe that? I'm going to give you a manifest your daughter and I'm going to really test your ability to make sure there are no boxes and no labels. And, oh, it's so- Oh my gosh, and like a mental projector partner, right? So think about my house. There's a splenic manifester, (laughs) a sacral generator and a mental projector. It's just like, what is happening? Like we're like all so different and it's really just, it's like this ebb and flow. And of course we're always learning. And it's like, you know, really what I've been working on is, you know, I took parenthood by design as well, just because I know Indigo is just so unique. Right. And I don't want to condition, of course I'm going to condition her. We're all conditioned no matter what she goes. Yeah. Well, she's going to get conditioned there here whatever, but I do my best. And, um, you know, I don't want to squash her spirit or her urges or any of these things, you know, and I feel like the spleen is so quiet, right? And and this is just, and of course, these are my perceptions, but like the, the, I always feel like the manifests are so loud, right? Like they're just like there. And then like her, you know, there's just like this little whisper for her. And so it's like really being able to like let the urges, but like teaching her, like, what does it feel like? You know, it's like, what is that? And of course she's three. And so we're really talking about like asking permission just to like really start building that informing (laughs) practice. Right. And we, you know, we talk about it. Like we talk about emotional intelligence. (laughs) We talk about all these things and she's extremely intelligent. And, you know, I talk to her, like I'm talking to you, like if Indigo was here, she'd be talking the same way. And, um, it's beautiful. 
it's just, it's a, you know, conscious parenting, holy mm-hmm. crap, you know? And it's like, she, God, she's feisty and she's brilliant. And it's just like, this is the groundwork though. You know, like this is me taking the time to like teach her how to be herself, you know? And that's so different from me and so different from my, her, my partner. And it's just like, it's just a roller coaster, you know, and it's like, she triggers me, he triggers her, you know what I mean? It's like this beautiful alchemy of just like, wow, look at all of our blind spots, y'all. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's amazing that you have, you know, the tools of understanding human design to really be able to navigate that because it could be, I mean, it's challenging no matter what. I heard a quote recently that like, you know, everything's hard. You choose your heart. You choose to like, you know, you can choose divorce. You can choose to fight for your marriage. You can choose to really consciously parent and be in your conscious relationship where you're just co-creating or, you know, you can choose to not be conscious and just butt heads and and have that be life. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Tell us where where people can find you, where they can work with you, where they can experience some of your magic. Yeah, mostly. I just do Instagram. (laughs) You know, Instagram is kind of my thing. Um, My handle is just Mason M. Smith. Super easy. Um, Honestly, that's really what I do sometimes on Facebook, but my my juiciness is definitely found on Instagram and I'm doing more programs now. You know, my whole, my whole thing has always been referral based private clients and really it's just amazing that you don't have a four in your profile. I know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, like literally, I think I got like three referrals for high-end clients yesterday. Like that's just like, but also like, let me be real. It's like, I didn't, I set up an energetic minimum for that like I didn't want to convince people right like I just wanted people to come in ready and so I guess the path of least resistance is referrals at this point so um, and that's your clarity and then there's no wobble on that that's just your standard right yeah totally so yeah you know I just did a master class which is just like a little low-end offer which is really fun which always can purchase the replay and then I'm actually doing a four-week program in the next couple of weeks called Embody. So yeah, I'm really excited just to, you know, branch out. I have intentions to do more group programs, to be on more podcasts, you know, summits, anything like that. I just really want to be present and share and just grow impact, you know, because of course there's so much impact created solo, you know, like private clients, but there's just something about group that's calling me. So I love that. And, you know, it's, it's been so amazing to just be working alongside you and watching you. You're, it's so interesting because you're, you know, like a really powerful projector. They're like steady and like calm. You have a lot of that energy too. There's like a, there's a, there's a calmness to your strength, but it is like, you can feel it. It's powerful. And yeah, you're amazing. I'm so inspired by you. So thank you for coming on. By the next time I talk to you, you're going to be like, oh, I've been on five podcasts and I've already created a three group program. No, I'm <laughs> but yeah, for real, you guys go follow Mason. She manifests at such a crazy rapid rate. It's, it's super inspiring energy to be around and just consume. So I love it. Thank you so much for the invitation. And of course, we'll, we'll be hanging out a lot. So <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Mason. Thank you. Bye. Alive by design.